You know, I wanted to get, we talked last week about uh, our Second Amendment rights, and it even in the even in the paper today, you know, we were looking through the free press today, and there's so much action in terms of here in Detroit, gang squads going and police prowling for uh, for guns. And there's a, a front newspaper uh, article talking about how the police are really trying to get so many guns. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to just start a conversation that we don't have to finish today, but start a conversation of do we really feel that the use of CCWs, for instance, the law-abiding citizen that takes the time and effort to go through the classes, to go and apply for a gun under our Second Amendment, to believe that we actually can possess weapons for self-defense, whether it's against individuals or against our government, do we really believe that the individuals that are applying properly under the law, the CCW law here in Michigan or anywhere in the country, but definitely here in Michigan, are they the ones we really have to worry about? And that's really what this article is talking about in terms of the CCW and the proper, um, uh, our proper citizenry that actually apply for these are not the ones we have to worry about. It's the result of either those guns being stolen, those weapons being um, taken by individuals that don't properly go and apply for weapons. These, whether they're teens or, or other types of um, drug offenders that are on the, on the streets, there's so many weapons on the streets, and they're not just the ones that are validly under uh, gotten under a CCW. They're AK-47s. They are they are assault weapons that the police feel they can't just simply walk away from. You know, if someone just has a gun. It sounds ridiculous, but if someone has a rifle or someone has a a regular handgun. The police want to take it. There's no question about it. The police are rousing people. They're trying to find every way possible. Uh, jaywalker, uh, your lights out on your license plate. You, you basically swerved when you're driving in the city and, and, uh, they want to stop you. You're walking across and you, they, they feel that you are, you have something, um, looking pointy underneath your shirt. They'll come up with some way to stop you. And it might seem like they're really looking for these shotguns or any kind of gun. What they're really looking for are assault weapons. They really are. And now, they, what they, the situation is, those are prevalent. It's not the, it's not the unusual time that you get an AK-47, uh, with, uh, on someone who obviously has no right to carry it. It's the more typical time than for someone just to have a, uh, you know, basically a pea shooter. And what these police go through to be able to get that is what this article is talking about. And I want everybody to take a look at that with the uh, free press today. And it really goes through where these gang squads are, I mean, they're rousing people against what I consider the necessarily the constitutional rights of an individual. And when you read about it, you have to look, is it worth it? Do we really care that, you know, a bunch of, a 21-year-old, four guys walking across the street in a in a Crackville neighborhood in Detroit are walking around, you know, looking like they're going to be doing something, and the police pull up. Should the police be able to come up and rouse them and find out if they have guns and weapons and AK-47s? And I'm not saying that as even a criminal defense attorney, we can't sit there and say, hey, man, I don't want people walking around like that. Maybe it's okay to go down that slippery slope to get those guns off the street. 
I personally don't think it is ever okay to shred the Constitution on an individual basis simply to get a gun. But, you know, you want to be able to stop crime, too. So you got to decide for yourself, when is it okay to be able to basically go against our constitutional rights and be able to get those guns, even if that criminal case can thrown out? You know, I've had clients that will say, hey, listen, I don't mind them rousing me. I've really had that. I don't mind them taking the drugs. I don't mind them taking the gun. But that case has to be thrown out. I've had clients that have come to me and said, hey, I, you know, I didn't have anything on me. And I want to sue the police because they had no right. They had no um, justification to be able to search me and to be able to find anything. And then they didn't find anything. Now, they might not have held me, and I want to sue the police. And there's all different types of rules in terms of those constitutional violations that the courts have gone through and courts decide. But when you have a situation where you are a, you're just part of the citizenry, you're not being roused, you're reading the paper, and you're watching or reading about someone who is walking across the street and for what you would consider to be no good reason, they're stopped and they find that they've got crack cocaine on them packaged up so they can sell it. They've got heroin in their shoe that they're about to sell. They've got weapons, including knives and, and a gun on them that they, uh, obviously it's uh, illegal to be carrying. Now, do you feel that it was okay to stop them to get that, uh, that those drugs to stop an individual that clearly was going to be doing nefarious work that was creating a difficult situation um, in terms of uh, safety in the area he was walking because he had the guns on him. Do you feel it's okay the police stopped him, got all that, if they don't go through with the criminal prosecution and he gets off? Or do you always want to be able to, even though they violated his rights constitutionally with no probable cause to stop him, that that criminal case can go forward without getting thrown out? You've got to decide for yourself. And you can always talk to us at 1270 WXYT here at 1-800-7100-LAW and talk about your rights throughout the uh, throughout the week if it's not on the show. But those are what people have to decide for themselves. Do we want to go down the slippery slope, just like they talk about in the paper today? Do they want to go down the slippery slope of violating our constitutional rights simply to protect our streets? And I would, I would say that normally you want to be able to get any illegal substance, whether it's drugs or weapons, off the street if it's not properly um, carried. For instance, if you've got a medical marijuana card and you've got marijuana on you, you should have gone through that that situation. You know, Ben and I talk about all the time about what is the right of an individual to have something on them if it's uh, if it's properly prescribed. For instance, like marijuana or even on a gun. If should people be allowed to carry guns um, around on them if they've properly applied? And I think they should. I think that's something that if you've gone through the steps of 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 government, what government says is the licensing bureaus, you should be able to have it on you. It, but if you don't, you shouldn't. And just because the police might have said, hey, listen, you know, we think it's on you, we're going to violate your rights, doesn't mean they can't stop you and take it away. I personally think they could do that. But then the criminal case is a separate issue. 
You know, that is just a separate entity. It's a, like its own uh, life that springs forward from the birth of violation of your constitutional right. And that separate entity, that criminal case, should be thrown out because that is the slippery slope. Not the stopping, not the searching, not the forfeiting, but then the continuation of a criminal case to try and hold you liable for it is where you're, I think, you have a right to uh, to be then blanketed by our Constitution. And, you know, so many criminal defense attorneys will sit there and say, oh, no, of course it's wrong to stop you. But, you know, you, we got to live in these streets, too. We have to live in the city of Royal Oak where, you know, people are walking around and, and you know, you have most people that are fine, no, not breaking the laws, but then you've got the individual, you know, gangbanger that came in from uh, outside of 8 Mile and he's trying to sell our kids drugs. Let me tell you something. I'm a parent. You know, I, I walk around these streets. I don't want that guy trying to uh, get my teenager to try heroin. I, I'm not, listen, you call me a fool as, as, as just a parent, but I don't want that to happen. The question is, should the, our constitutional rights be thrown out because we want that individual not to sell our kid heroin? And we all have to make that choice. You know, I've been a criminal defense attorney for 20 years, and I'll tell you something. As a parent, you act differently than as a professional. I want to protect my client's rights. I want to make sure that they don't go to jail if they don't have to. I want to make sure that the police are protecting them. But I want my 15-year-old to stay away from some guy trying to sell him heroin. And if someone tries and does that, believe me, I'm going to jump on that guy and jump on the police just like I would any parent. And if you are in a situation where you are a professional, dentist, doctor, lawyer, and you do something in your regular practice, and you you would do it to protect your client or protect your patient. If it happens to your own family member, believe me, you now become a parent. And then you got to make the choice, and you got to decide what is going on. So, you know, is what we try to do here every Sunday is we try to go forward and, and figure out we're not perfect on your constitutional rights. We're not a perfect um, uh uh, advisor in terms of what everybody needs to know, but what we do is we make you think. And whenever you have questions, whether on the show, you can call or during the week, you can call me at 1-800-7100-LAW at Weinberg on the Law, and we'll basically go through all your issues. We'll, we'll advise you on it. We'll find you the proper lawyer. We'll try to help you out, but I can tell you that the main thing you'll get is you'll get a proper, honest discussion. And isn't that really what we were talking about before with your Miranda rights, too? If we only had the police to say, hey, listen, you know, you just don't have to say anything. This is your absolute right. Stop talking. They're going to use it against you. If we only had the police go forward and do that, man, I tell you, we'd have a lot more constitutional protections. But they're doing their job just like we have to then do our job. 